Oh, the notes are a bit scant. <laughs> yeah, I didn't take a lot of notes. <laughs> this app. I didn't take a lot of notes specifically on Jurassic Park 3, uh, which sucks because we watched it so long ago. <laughs> yeah, I, I got a lot of notes. I'm good. You'll, you'll, it'll come, you'll I'm sure it'll up. come flooding back. Yeah, exactly. You know? Jurassic Park 3, the most memorable movie. <laughs> the most memorable. Mem- oh, how sad. The most memorable of the Jurassic Parks. Oh, yeah. I'd say. For sure. Great. I'm Liza Poor. I'm Mike Pulasic. Every week, we randomly pick two movies from our stupidly large DVD collection, watch them, and discuss. When it's all over, we can only keep one. Two discs enter. One disc leaves. This is DVD Deathmatch. Hello. Hi. Hi, how you doing? Great. Great. Been a while. Been a minute. We fully lied. <laughs> we took uh, another week. <laughs> um, yeah, because we said we were going to take a week off because we had vacation plans. Travel break plans. plans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we took two weeks because then I was sick. We were, we were we both, all... We, we all got sick. We, we went somewhere for the first time yeah. in two years. And immediately all of us got ill. Yeah. So... Um, <laughs> Tested. Wasn't COVID. Yeah. But maybe it was. I mean, I tested myself several times, and it was and it was always negative. And we tested the kids. And we tested the kids a bunch as well. So like, um, uh, I don't think it was COVID. I think it was literally just a cold. Yeah. And it's just been so long since we've been properly ill. Right. Properly Um, exposed. Yeah. So that was fun. So that was fun. So it's been a, a couple weeks. Yeah. How's everybody doing? We're back. It, we, it's been real spotty this year, I'm going to say. our We've been like... Our posting? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it hasn't been that bad. But no. it has been a little bit inconsistent in a way. I think yeah. we've been giving... A, we're getting out there more. We're just getting out there. Yeah. And we're giving ourselves permission, I think, to do this when we want to. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, and um, so for those of you who are still listening to us ramble about the films that we've watched, we appreciate you. We do. As always, we've always appreciated you, but we so appreciate much. you even more now for sticking around oh now god, that we're wildly it. inconsistent. <laughs> Someone, oh my god, I love it. I love it. Someone <laughs> taking the time to listen to us talk about. Oh my god. Fucking whatever movie we talk about. I, know, <laughs> I don't even I know. know. Oh, <laughs> starring Josh Hartnett and Mackay Pfeiffer. <laughs> that was great. That was great. Um, but that's not what's happening right now. Do we have any uh, topics at the top? Yeah. You'd think I would have had it ready, but I don't. I'm oh, looking it is up this right the, now. Is this the, I, I've heard tell uh, a little whisper down the lane that there was a new rule. Yes. So as everyone knows, when we can't decide at the end of an episode on what to do... <laughs> we sometimes turn to our rules, yes. which are user submitted, which is like a grab bag of user submitted listener, <laughs> sub- listener. For created. those of you who use our podcast, yeah. uh, <laughs> they are listener generated <laughs> um, rules for what we should do if we can't decide. And there's some of them are great and fun. And some of them are poison. This one comes to us. From previous guest, friend of the show, host of the Feminine Critique podcast, Emily Intravia. Yeah. I delight 
her rule suggestion, she wrote this in a tweet. Tweets always welcome, by the way. Yeah. Twitter.com. Have you heard of it? (laughs) Behind on episodes. So I don't know if this has already been suggested, but here's my new rule. Whichever DVD has more special features, since that's usually what you can't get on streaming, and no scene selection does not count. Oh, that's the one you keep. Which is, that's a great rule. It's a great rule. Makes total sense. I'm adding it to the list. I love that. The Emily rule. Thanks, Emily. Great. Um, what else is going on? Any other topics at the top from you? Oh, you know, just America really trying to take us back to when the Constitution was written. Yeah. Just no rights for women or... We'll talk Bodily about Bodily autonomy it. or... Because we got the... You saw the news last night about... Uh, the leak of the Supreme Court decision on Roe v. Wade. Mm -hmm. uh, You saw that news last night in the middle of us watching The Terminator. Yeah. Um, So it kind of colored that experience a little bit. Yeah, yeah. we'll talk about it when we talk about The Terminator, I guess. But, but, oof! Oof! Oof, baboof! It's not good, people! Gonna go, uh, as an ally, gonna go out on a limb and agree. Yeah. yeah that yeah. it's not good. Well, All right. <laughs> what did we do this week? Uh, this week we watched two movies. Two. Two. Uh, this week we watched uh, Jurassic Park 3. Well, not this week. We took longer. Anyway, yeah, you we get watched it. Jurassic Park you 3 like it. a month ago. You get it. <laughs> We watched Jurassic Park 3 from 2001 and The the Terminator from 1984. The Terminator. The Terminator. Let's kick it off with the one that we definitely remember fresh in our minds. Yeah. <laughs> Jurassic Park 3, as I said, from 2001, directed by Joe Johnston. Our IMDb summary is a decidedly odd couple with ulterior motives convinced Dr. Grant to go to Isla Sorna for a holiday, but their unexpected landing startles the island's new inhabitants. Confusing and not true. <sighs> yeah, that's their not... Their unexpected landing startles the island's new inhabitants. I mean, they're not new. They're not new, so, okay. and you're not startling them. That's a weirdly, like, tame word to use right. about... Dinosaurs. <laughs> so this is Jurassic Park 3. 3. The third in the Jurassic Park <laughs> franchise. Um, it's the return of Sam Neill. Yes. Uh, it's. I mean, everyone remembers, you know, America remembers that we talked about Jurassic Park in episode 36 of DVD Deathmatch. Oh, did you look that up? Yeah. I come prepared sometimes. <laughs> Not really. Sometimes. Um, it went up against Date Movie. Oh, which one? Uh, Jurassic Park oh, one wow. against oh, Date wow. Movie. Nail biter. Yeah. So, but this is the return of Sam Neill. It's Ooh. the return in a cameo of Laura Dern. Yes. Literally, my first note is Sam Neill is a goddamn treasure. So, he is. He very is excited treasure. to see Sam Neill. He's so good. Yeah. And it's so good to see him. Yeah. Um, I remember seeing this movie in the theater mm. in 2001 with you. Uh-huh. Uh I remember our friend spilled popcorn on Is this the movie? Yes. Oh is... my god. This okay, this is not going to translate. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't remember that. I, well, I couldn't remember what movie it was, but this is fully not going to translate via a podcast, but I'm going to tell the story anyway. We're sitting picture it. I'm going to paint the picture for you guys. Paint it. We're sitting in darkened theater, Jurassic Park 3. What's <laughs> happening? It's you and me. And our friend, Kevin. 
and he has a giant tub of popcorn in his lap. Like we 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 splurged, you guys. We got the big popcorn, and <laughs> we're sitting there, and he it it looked like he just kind of lurched forward and dumped this entire bucket of popcorn onto the people in front of us. This is the dawn of stadium seating yes. as a <laughs> enterprise in America. Yeah. So we still aren't used to it, really. <laughs> but it, it looked it, intentional. It looked intentional. And in my brain, I was like, oh, do we know these people? And he's like playing he's a goofing? prank. Yeah, right. like he's goofing. No, he, I don't, I don't even remember. It's not. I don't think he got like startled. I think he just like no, he just lost control his of his <laughs> legs, extremities for a minute. Dumped an entire huge tub of popcorn onto these strangers sitting in front of memorable us. for us. And over it, twenty years later, and I like I wish I could do, like I wish you had been there because <laughs> I, as I said, it doesn't translate to a podcast, but I was cry laughing in the middle of Jurassic Park 3 because it was just so funny. The visual of it was so funny. And the people were fine and they were cool. Yeah, they were very chill. And he he was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Um, And it was fine, but it was just like, what is happening? It was very funny. So you've got Jurassic Park, (laughs) which, as we said, is a classic, iconic, like whatever. Yeah. Then you had The Lost World, which I remember coming out and being hype for. And then I remember seeing and being like, okay. You know? I remember so little about that movie. I remember it's... uh, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum and... Julianne Moore and Vince Vaughn. And then Jeff Goldblum has a black daughter who does gymnastics. And that's how she escapes one of the dinosaurs. (laughs) Yes. And the dinosaurs make it to the mainland, but only for the last like 20 minutes of the movie. Oh my God, I forgot about that. And also the premise of it is there's another island, which is this island, the one that they go to in this movie. Yeah. So, but to me, I think Lost World, which is Jurassic Park 2. Mm. Is a is kind of a disappointment. It's like overly long, and it is it tries to get the same like excitement going, mm-hmm. but it's just not doing it. Yeah, I think I remember liking it okay, but yeah, I'm sure. Fine. But I also like don't know that I've seen it since then. Right, so. it's fine. Jurassic Park three is stupid. Is <laughs> <laughs> like actively stupid, but I, I cards on the table. I love it. All I right. really do. I think it's like you can't because you cannot just do Jurassic Park again. Like mm-hmm. you can't achieve the like heart and the wonder and the oh my god and the and you know whatever. Yeah. Yeah, just make a movie with dinosaurs. Yeah. And like have them run around. Yeah, and they do do like this movie gets right into it. Like right. you are immediately dinosaur heavy. Well, my first note, you said your first note is Sam Neill. Uh-huh. My first note 92 minutes, baby. 92 minutes, 92 baby. minutes of just, like, dinosaur mayhem. <laughs> and I don't know what else. I feel like this movie is pretty, like, poorly regarded. Mm-hmm. But I think if Jurassic Park has to have sequels, they should all be like this. Mm. Like, 90 minutes uh, of just, like, dinosaurs and people running from said dinosaurs. Yeah. And then, like, oh, there's new dinosaurs. In this one... There's pterodactyls. Well, I was just going to say it, but I was like, maybe it should save for later, but let's get into it. Yeah. The thing that I think is very cool is that, right, you've got new dinosaurs that we haven't seen before, including 
you've got this you've got this thing where it's like the T-Rex shows up and then oh there's a dinosaur to rival the T-Rex the which is like right. very cool yeah. because you just it's you know it's all about T-Rex and it's like no man there's yeah. like another one um love that love the introduction of the pterodactyls love the discovery like i rem- i do remember the feeling of so the pterodactyl scene they're trying to get to the shore cuz that's where they think the best option is to find flag down a boat or something. Right, right, right. And on their they're they're making their way there and they end up in this like they're crossing like scaffolding, right? right? And and it's all terrifying and they realize they can only go across one at a time and there's fog and then all of a sudden pterodactyls show up and they realize that what they're in is a giant bird cage right. that is like falling yeah. apart. And I was just like, I remember that part of it very clearly and being like, oh snap oh, Pterodactyls. Um, like that's but that's like that's what they should all be. It should yeah. like it's just like, yeah, fuck like pterodactyls, bro. Yeah. Like <laughs> what if the pterodactyls like were fighting Robocop? Like that's that like oh bro. That's like I feel like that's what these movies should be. Cause like um and so I really love this. So we so and it's just like Sam Neill's great. Mm-hmm. Um William H. So we we haven't talked about the plot. Oh yeah. Sam Neill, Dr. Alan Grant from the first one. Yeah. He um is uh recruited, is is paid off, you know, like by uh, William H. Macy and Taya Leone as this weird couple. Yeah, they who, say, they, basically, sorry, they're yeah, like, we're super rich, we're real adventurers, right. we do all this crazy stuff, and we have someone who's going to fly us close enough to the dinosaur island to see the dinosaurs. Right. And we can't, we don't want to do this anniversary trip without you, because you're so knowledgeable. Right, and they write him there. a huge check that gets him there. Yeah. He has an, Alan Grant now has an assistant Played by... Castor Troy. Castor Troy. Uh, I was going to say Dickie Moltisanti from uh, The Many Saints of Newark, but uh, we did this before on the Junebug episode, because he's also in Junebug. We did this exact fucking thing. <sighs> we only have so many jokes. Right, exactly. Um, but anyway, so he uh, he has an assistant, Alessandro Novola. Um, they go to the island. It turns out spoiler that is is revealed very quickly yeah that they are not a rich couple they're just some schmoes from the midwest mm-hmm. and their son went with his stepdad to the island and or like to parasail near the island and got lost so they're they're they've tricked him into coming there so they can find their son yeah. they land and immediately they are fucked oh yeah <laughs> And Surprisingly, it, and that's like the, first the 15, dinosaurs fuck them. Right, and that's the first 15 minutes. Now they're stuck on the island. Right, and, and now they have to get off. And that's like, it's a this movie is a B movie. Mm-hmm. And that's like perfect to me. Yeah. Like, the, the then they did Jurassic World where they were again trying to like make it a real movie. Mm-hmm. And it, to me, didn't really work. Mm-hmm. And then they did Jurassic World fallen kingdom which right. is one of the dumbest movies i've ever seen in my life Ugh. but i loved it yeah so like <laughs> exactly you know I, mean? Well, I mean and this is the thing we keep talking about how dumb these things are but in the end even a dumb jurassic park is still gonna be a good time right that's what i'm saying for me <laughs> it's the dumber the better yeah when they try to recapture the magic of the for a long time i was like in my uh in my hot take phase where i was like hey did you know that uh actually Oof. my hot take was <laughs> like you know what 
Jurassic Park 3 is actually the purest Jurassic Park movie. It's actually better than Jurassic Park 1 because it doesn't have all these lofty ambitions of... I hate that. You know what I mean? It's not, like, pretentious. It's just, like, dinosaurs, man. And it's, like, fucking whatever. And, like, that was stupid. Jurassic (laughs) Park is obviously a better movie than Jurassic Park 3. (laughs) Like, I'm not an idiot. You know what I mean? But I do love this. It's a B movie. It feels like... Like just a, a efficient, yeah, dinosaur mayhem, pterodactyls in and out. Obviously, like even some of the effects are shitty, and they're not the yeah. you know the CGI like, is not as good as the first one. Right? There's one particular like overhead shot of a herd running. That's like, oh yeah. Oh, this looks like a PC game from the nineties. Yeah, this looks like <laughs> fucking yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, but the rest of it, I feel like, looked pretty good. And I was reading a lot of the um, trivia about it. Is like, um, there's nothing super duper interesting. Like, it's a lot about like the the process of yeah. filming and casting or whatever, yeah. which is like fine, but not super interesting. But there was a lot of talk about um, building the Spinosaurus. Spinosaurus? Yeah. Spinosaurus? Okay. Uh, That animatronic, they built it essentially from the waist up for the riverboat scene. Oh, yeah. So that is a full-size, almost full-size animatronic. So So basically, anywhere where you see... The from the waist down of yeah. the Spinosaurus, it's not it's CGI. Right, waist up, it's an animatronic. Yeah, and it and looks you can tell. incredible. And you can tell. And that's Stan Winston, mm-hmm. who we'll talk about because he also did the effects for a little movie called The Terminator. Oh, and he's snap. a legend or whatever. And so, and I feel like that was there was a that was a I remember that being a big thing with Iron Man, mm-hmm. and like when they were like oh. It's like they built some of it and mm-hmm. some of it is real. And he's like walking around with like half the suit on. Yeah. And that combination can work really well. It can. Um, and it feels like the best way to embrace both worlds, both this like classic stuff, practical effects, yeah. and also embrace like, but technology is advanced. Right. And it's it's like, I love that when they combine both of them. It's like, yeah, this is what we should be doing. Right. <laughs> like, exactly. I would be so then the movie progresses and they eventually find the kid, the lost kid. Mm-hmm. And that's like the part where it's trying to do kind of like a Spielbergy thing. Where yeah. he's like he's like, Oh, you're Dr. Alan Grant, I know you're you know, and it's like uh, yeah, and he's, and he's been lost on the island for eight weeks. Eight weeks. And I the, my note about that is literally I know that you don't have time for this, but this kid would be Traumatized, right? With be, a capital T. Yeah, exactly. His stepdad died, and he's been on this island for eight weeks. To me, that's kind of like a way more interesting movie. <laughs> it's like just yeah. get alone on the island for eight weeks, but yeah. whatever. I get it. Um, then you don't get William H Macy, and you don't, you know. and Samuel, and yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I really have a lot of affection for this movie. I always have. I think it's like, uh. You know, just I I love a B movie that is effective. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Just like, and I think that's like such a the, the, this is a really good example. This is a really good it. example yeah. of that. You know what I mean? And Joe Johnston is a solid director. He did um, the first Captain America movie mm-hmm. and like a bunch of other. Yeah, he's in that. He's like, you know, I this is I this is gonna sound like um, an insult, but he's like a Spielberg light. Kind of guy, sure. You know what I mean, like, 
um, where it's like rah rah, kind of like fun movies. Yeah, like weird, heartwarming. Right, but they're not good, like, but also not. Yeah, exactly. But they're efficient, corny. And like, right, and the first Captain America is like that too. It's like yeah, efficient. Like you know, I, yeah. I don't, I don't. Uh, anyway, so I have, I really love this. It's also like watching it. It really like uh, reminded me of. It, it has such a like. Uh, what am I saying? It has such traditional values in it. It reminded me, and this is just like going back to my dumb college time, mm-hmm. um, where I took a class on like John Ford Westerns. <laughs> um, so I watched a lot of John Ford Westerns and it really reminded me of those where it's like all about like getting the family unit back together. Mm, and yeah, you've yeah, got yeah. this outside for like, you know, they, they, you've, there's the 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 savage dinosaurs and this family in the center of it and mm-hmm. there and then Alan Grant who's the like kind of John Wayneish figure yeah I don't know it's an interesting thing it yeah it has real like traditional values and I mean it makes Laura Dern's character into like a housewife yeah you know what I mean which I think is like not great it's not great and I, I would mean, love to have her back on the island too but right I don't know, and I know. love to see her and I think that what she has is really kind of lovely and and fun but yeah absolutely i would rather have her like yeah somehow go on the trip with them i don't know how you write that in a way that feels authentic but once you've made her like a housewife with kids and you know right exactly oh and and i think it's it's like she in this one she functions as like backstory for him yeah oh it didn't work out for us right so that informs his kind of sam neill's kind of tragic Past, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, and the other thing, sorry, to close the loop on this nonsense I'm saying. <laughs> um, the other thing that feels very traditional values in the movie, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, is kind of nefarious, mm-hmm. um, is that it's all about William H. Macy's character mm-hmm. uh, being kind of this weak man. Yeah. And then eventually he, like, comes into his manhood. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. And it's about him proving to Taya Leone that, because they're, they're split up. They're split. The I don't know the that movie. they're divorced, even. Right. But they're separated or yeah. something. At the beginning of the movie. And then by the end of it, he has proven by, like, fighting dinosaurs for her <laughs> that, and, you know, running into danger that he's, he's worthy of this family. Yeah. And it's very, like... You know, it's very, yeah, it's very, like, <laughs> like kind of conservative in that way. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know if, that, and I don't, I don't mean that in, like, it's not Republican. I'm not, like, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but it, conservative small c, like. Yeah. I, I do have a strange thing where William H. Macy feels perfectly cast for that particular mm-hmm. role, no matter how nefarious it is. And Taylioni feels oddly miscast because there's a lot of her running away screaming yeah. in a very like helpless Blanche Dubois way almost. Like, yeah. like she can't, she literally runs away screaming. Right. At one point. Like she does not handle her shit. Right. And she does not there's something about her vibe as an actress that does not scream that to me. Yeah. And that's probably a more personal thing than I and it because it's not there's not she's not doing anything wrong like no, with her acting or been... anything. But it just uh, I don't know. I can't quite put my finger on it. Well it's like Laura Dern and Julianne Moore mm-hmm. both 
to me, do not scream someone who would run. Ah! Right, exactly. Which and is they, why they're perfectly cast. Right, in those and they roles. seem to have cast Taylor. Like Taylor, I agree about Taylorone. Yeah. Um, and that she doesn't seem that either. And but she literally does that in this movie. Right, and then also she never gets a moment of of badassery that right, you want. Right, it's all about him yeah. coming into his manhood. Yeah, exactly. Which like, is like a bummer. Yeah. Um, two more things. One, this also feels like to me the the first movie where they sort of where they where they go all in on velociraptors. <laughs> the velociraptors are talking. Where it's like right, which is like like listen, I was a dinosaur kid, so like yeah, it's very cool to me. Um, and obviously, the raptors have always been there from from the get. Like they were in the first movie. There was a whole clever girl. Like yeah. whatever, we got it. But this is the first one where they like it's like. Truly, the plot is all about them, and then you have the more recent um, iterations of Jurassic Park, where it's literally all about them, about right, the raptors. The, the Jurassic, where sorry, the Jurassic Park, the raptors <laughs> are like Chris Pratt's friends. Yeah, his buddies, it. his pack. Right, and it's which like in the first one, it's like there's almost a hero arc for the T Rex in the first one. Mm-hmm. And the raptors are the villain. Yeah. And by now in the franchise, exactly what you're saying. Like yeah. The raptors are the buddies. Yeah. So I, and I like love that. I love velociraptors. I think they're very cool. So I was like, yeah. The other thing I want to say, there is a shot in it. Yes. So I there's, have and it's, and it's in the pterodactyl, the yeah. aviary. And it is like, I think it's honestly probably why that whole scene just sticks out for me. And yeah. it's like, so, uh, Castor Troy has is is has gotten got by a pterodactyl, and they Dickie drop Moltisanti, yes. yes. <laughs> and they drop him in the water, and you're watching this pterodactyl drown him, like not even right. like eat him or just rip his head off, fuck just him fucking up. hold his head underwater, yeah. which like, okay, calm down. <laughs> but you're watching that happen, and it's like this panning shot, and then. It's like, I don't even know how they do it. Like my brain right, can't comprehend, but it's like, so, so all of a sudden you're watch you're watching that. And then all of a sudden that's in the background. And in the foreground is another pterodactyl that turns around and looks at the camera, at the camera. and it's so close. And it's just like, Ugh! it's because and, it's because you don't, it's, it's out of focus in the foreground and your eye is drawn to the, the, thing in that side the of the action, frame. Yeah. So you don't realize it's even in the this whole pterodactyl. The whole ass even pterodactyl. in the frame until it rack focuses to the close-up of the pterodactyl and, and it just looks like, at Hello. the camera. <laughs> and it is like my favorite. I was, it's I, so good. Brilliant. It's no, yeah. absolutely brilliant. I love it. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. No, it's so good. You're right. <laughs> I, like I saw it and I was like, whoa. <laughs> It is really good. Oh, man. If I can find the clip, I will post it. But yeah. it's so, so good. It's amazing. Awesome. Do you have any other final notes? Um, No, I don't think I do. No, I don't. I do a note that says, hey, uh, stop walking into fog. <laughs> yeah, they really, they got to listen to that because mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of fog. But anyway, it's fine. <laughs> awesome. Right. Um, is it available? You can watch it right now on HBO Max. Oh, shit. Go. And you know what? 90 minutes, baby. Boom. What else are you doing? Right. Is it dumb? Yeah. Is it a good time? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it worth it for that pterodactyl shot? 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Hey, question for you, sir. Ooh. What's the connection? Okay. Well, aforementioned Stan Winston is the visual effects legend behind Jurassic Park and the Terminator and countless others. Yes. So, love that. Great. Easy connection. Also, Sam Neill uh-huh. and Arnold Schwarzenegger were both in the movie Escape Plan from 2013, Escape which is which actually sounds good. I bet it's good. I bet it's really dumb. But uh-huh. it's Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone, and they're <laughs> caught. They're both in like the world's craziest prison or something like that, and they have to escape. All right. I don't know. Yeah, it sounds. It sounds like. I mean, yeah, it sounds good. <laughs> I should probably watch it. All right. Um, our next movie is The Terminator from 1984. The Terminator. The Terminator. Apparently Don't get this it week. Twisted. Uh, apparently, I was told <laughs> that I kept correcting my lovely wife, who would say things like, hey, should we watch Terminator tonight? And I would say, yeah, we should watch The Terminator. Every It was like every time. I said Terminator. He would say, oh, yeah, yeah, the Terminator. (laughs) Like, it wasn't, like, correcting me, but you would always make a point. Like, a response to, hey, should we watch Terminator tonight? Is is, Is yes or no? It's like, yeah, let's do it. But you would make a point to be like, yeah, let's watch the Terminator tonight. (laughs) And I tried to explain this to you when you (laughs) called me out on it. As like, okay, so it's the Terminator, and then it's Terminator 2, uh-huh. and then it's Terminator 3, uh-huh. and then it's Terminator Salvation, and then it's Terminator Genesis, and then it's Terminator Dark Fate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, mad that I know the order. Uh, <laughs> but the thing that is a distinction, uh-huh. it's not called Terminator 1. Right. But how you distinguish it mm-hmm. is the the is The Terminator. None of the others have a the. Okay. You're like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) But you knew what I was talking about when I said Terminator. Yeah, I did. You weren't confused. No. And also, I was not confused. I was not saying Terminator and thinking we were going to watch T2 Judgment Day. Right. That's true. Okay, so I just wanted to make sure. From 1984, directed by James Cameron. Know him? Know him. (laughs) IMDb summary. A human soldier is sent from 2029 to 1984 to stop an almost indestructible cyborg killing machine sent almost. That's a spoiler. The almost is a spoiler. Yeah. Just say indestructible. (laughs) Sent from the same year, which has been programmed to execute a young woman whose unborn son is the key to humanity's future salvation. Now, there, there we talked about how the news item... Came down uh-huh. about Roe v. Wade. Yeah. While we were watching this movie, we paused. We discussed it. We had to take a minute. We, I felt physically. I was like, I feel physically ill right now. Yes. Right. I mean, of course. Uh, and we talked about it for a long time. Then we finished watching it. There are people who think of The Terminator as a pro-life movie because it is about how the potential oh, God. of her unborn child and how that must be protected at all costs. I'm just putting it out there that it was weird. Oh my God. 
Like there, if you Google like Terminator pro life articles, Jesus. multiple articles, articles, articles. Is that a song? Yeah, Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish has a song called Articles. No, it's not called Articles. That's a part of the song. That's the lyrics <laughs> in the song. All right, great. Um, yeah, it's about Terminator. It's about these horns about the Terminator. Yeah. Anyway, that's weird. That that's, is really weird, and weird. also does not actually track. Doesn't no, work. it's stupid, and it's 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 a it's a post apocalyptic sci fi movie. Shut right. the fuck up. What was the movie? Yeah, exactly. Like, do I think that movies don't have politics in them? No. Do I think that James Cameron was like cared about abortion when he wrote this? No. Mm-mm. Can you graft your own psycho Puritan like <laughs> fascist bullshit onto movies? Sure. Go for it. Oh my god. Anyway, you're not going to ruin the Terminator for me, conservatives. <laughs> who am I fighting with? I don't know. Not you. Not me. I don't think anyone who listens to our podcast. Certainly not. I'm just yelling into a microphone at no one. Um, but listen, aside from the almost indestructible part, that's a pretty good summary, I'd say, for a, not. it's not complicated. It's not like you watch it and you don't know what's going on. But it's not like a, a romantic comedy. It's yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah, got yeah. whatever. Thank so you. I for keeping like, us back on track. Uh, I try. I'm trying. I'm um, trying. But I think it's a pretty good summary. The, yeah. Yeah. It is. So, The Terminator. Know it? Know it. It's a classic. You had <laughs> never seen it before. I had never seen it. I, as you pointed out, had seen Terminator 2 because 90s kid. I had definitely seen Terminator 2 before this one also. Yeah. 90s kid, like, it was, but I, honestly, before Jurassic Park, uh-huh. it was the movie. Yeah, for sure. Like, it was the biggest movie ever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd never seen it. It was also definitely one of those things where going into it, I was like, I'm pretty sure I haven't seen it. Maybe I have, but I definitely hadn't seen it. Yeah. Um, and you want some cards? You want, some, you want me to cards lay down some cards on this on table? table? You want me to put them down? Yeah. Oh, okay, I'm going to put them down. I really liked it. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> I was fully expecting to like hate it. Yeah. Um, there's something about uh, uh, this kind of 80s movie that... Um, is the best. Is, well, just it's not something that I typically love. Right, right, right. Um, you know, it's the same thing with, like, 80s horror films where it's like, I respect you. Right. And I understand why you exist and there are things about you that I like, but I'm not going to seek you out, 80s horror film. Um, and it's like, you're classic and I get it. I'm, I don't want to, like, I'm not trying to talk shit on 80s horror yeah. films. I think they're great. But if give, given the choice between that and a more recent thing i'm gonna choose the more recent thing yeah um uh also it's not necessarily um it's not that i don't like sci-fi because i do and it's not like i don't like fantasy because i do right but there's something about i mean honestly it could be as simple as like you know 1984 i was two so like when it came up that this was a movie that I could potentially watch. Right. Um, it was very much like, that's a boys movie. Yeah. It could very well just be that. And right. I'm just like right. programmed terribly. Um, there's something, something that I thought was really funny. I wrote, I don't know why I thought this was like more intellectual than just a shoot 'em up. 
<laughs> no, it's like because I truly thought it was like way like you know not, you hear that description and it's right. like oh that's complicated oh that's like blah blah and it's like no a lot of it is just them like dry crashing about Los Angeles at shooting yeah. at each other exactly and <laughs> that's the thing is that this movie is not is is not what you think it's gonna be I think if you're only exposed to Terminator Two and beyond yeah because it is. It's like a slasher movie. Yeah. For a lot for a lot of it like uh so the plot you know we've talked about it but like um uh, and people know the fucking plot of Terminator. Right, yeah. But it's um Arnold Schwarzenegger shows up uh you know lightning beams into 80s Los Angeles and is trying to kill Sarah Connor who's going to give birth to the Messiah John Connor JC Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> and I love when that kind of shit just like right over my head. <laughs> I love that. It just like it's this weird. It's this weird thing where it's like I you should did. feel stupid. No, no but no. I'm like reveling in the stupidity <laughs> of like missing that his name is John Connor. <laughs> but she's gonna give birth to Jesus Christ, who's gonna save humanity from the machine wow. war. And. So they've inefficiently, I would say, mm. as a way to take care of this problem, have sent <laughs> a Terminator back in time to kill his mother. And then the resistance forces, John Connor has also sent his friend, Kyle Reese. Yeah, his buddy. His buddy. But I, I, my, anyway, this is, oh, oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, it's just like he goes back in time and the, then he, fucks his friend's mom <laughs> and is his friend's dad right exactly anyway it's fine um spoiler alert for terminator right from 40 years ago right at this point. uh so kyle reese also gets sent back to protect sarah connor so then you have the sequence where arnold schwarzenegger arnold schwarzenegger by the way mm-hmm. killer in this movie oh perfectly cast and is it's i mean it's so Arnold Schwarzenegger for our generation is such a weird figure because he's we it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. He's a huge Austrian bodybuilder. Yeah. Like it's not like The Rock or someone. You right. Know I, mean? I mean that's, that's the a, closest you're gonna get. That's is with its own The Rock, thing. but that's a different because The Rock. It's a different. It's its own thing because the Rock, uh, the Rock's not a bodybuilder. The Rock was a was a WWE right, person, yeah, professional, yeah. Which is like a performance. It's obviously a lot of physical, and it's more than that. But it it is also in and of itself a performance, right? And Dwayne the Rock Johnson is a performer. He has theater so kid when, energy, like right. Andrew fucking Garfield. Yes, he's so Hugh Jackman he's, in Arnold Schwarzenegger's body. Exactly. But Arnold exactly. Schwarzenegger is just, just like a Arnold bodybuilder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to. No, no, no. That's exactly it. It's just like crazy, and it's just like insane. You ask anyone in our generation, like literally everyone knows who Arnold Schwarzenegger is. Right. It's like one of those guys that you grew up just being like, yes, that is what a movie star is. Yeah. I was like what? <laughs> Like, I think of who was the biggest movie stars of our growing up. And it's like Arnold Schwarzenegger, Robin Williams. Yeah. And like, that. there you go. Yep. Like, who else? <laughs> Julia Roberts. Tom you know Hanks, I mean? maybe. Tom Hanks, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. um, But so Arnold Schwarzenegger, you have the sequence where he's running around Los Angeles killing multiple Sarah Connors. Yeah. And then. Which like that. I mean, honestly, like I wrote, I was like, Jesus, this is so violent. Yeah. Which is. A very silly thing to write, but it truly is like 
it's not, there's no like mincing words. Like he literally goes to the phone book. There are four Sarah Connors and he shows up at the house and goes, are you Sarah Connor? And then shoots her. And kills them. Right. That's the thing is the movie's so violent in such a, I mean this. Okay. So, and it's, it's not a thing you see anymore Mm. really like this kind of movie. Yeah. That's like, and I think that this, so you were saying it's like a boy movie and not, not a movie. And to me, this aesthetic, mm-hmm. like, and there's a bunch of movies in this vein, you mm-hmm. know, and like, um, most and of this, them starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. And this is like Running Man and yeah. like all these other movies. But this is probably the best of them. Mm-hmm. But this movie, this aesthetic, this like score, this like Los Angeles at night, mm-hmm. the tech noir club, like, oh my God. The shotguns, the like, all this stuff is so just like, oh yeah, this is like me at a friend's house watching HBO like, yeah. on a sleepover. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. it's like, so I am like nostalgia factor for this movie, mm-hmm. for this. And I don't even know if I saw this movie when I was a kid. But nostalgia factor for this aesthetic yeah. is just like off the charts. Right. Like it's unbelievable. Yeah. The score the score. The score is so funny because it's so perfect. <laughs> it's like <clears throat> it's so perfect. It's exactly what Stranger Things is trying to do mm-hmm. and does sort of, but like this is what they're trying to emulate is yeah. this score. And at the same time, it's literally someone on a Casio be booping. <laughs> be booping <laughs> away. Yeah. And it's just so great. <laughs> right. And then Linda Hamilton's on her scooter and it's like <laughs> It's like, you know what I mean? Like, or the sex scene later on. Oh God. The sex scene is wild. Um, so yeah, I mean this, I, I am glad you liked it. I love it. I think it's, it's, it's like Jurassic Park Mm three in that in the franchise, it's like efficient. Mm -hmm. It's not too long. Yeah. It is what it is. It's mayhem. Yeah. Fun. Like, and it's funny that for Jurassic Park, like I love Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. but for Jurassic Park three, it's like it took them three movies to figure out, like oh, just have dinosaurs run around, right? And for this one, it's like oh, just have he's a Terminator, he's terminating, right? And then there's like she, you know, she's on the run, yeah. And then I don't know, it's there's efficiency, efficiency, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, again, trivia wise, there's not like a ton of like super interesting stuff going on in that trivia. It's a lot of yeah. Like, oh my god, it's so cool stuff. But um there was there was a lot about James Cameron and Yeah, he's she, so he weird. Seems, he seems like a nightmare. Yeah. In a in a creatively talented way, but a right, nightmare. Right, like a genius. Yeah, yeah, but just like and so so you know, this is 84 and it was one of those things where like he really fought to get it made. Um, apparently there was a bunch of stuff that they shot guerrilla style, which means like they didn't get permits for stuff and just like showed up and shot and hopefully got finished before the police showed up. Like, yeah, the streets of Los Angeles, like it feels, it's so cool. Yeah. It's just very, and you, I feel like exactly you can feel that and it feels, this feels like a real like passion project in a weird way. Mm -hmm. Like almost like Evil Dead feels. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. know, and just in just a very like, I gotta, I, gotta, I have to tell this story. Yeah, I have to. It's such a dumb movie. Yeah, but there's such care to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's there's such craft 
to every part of it. Yeah. Um, that I that like police station sequence. Oh man, is insane to me. Yeah, it's just Arnold Schwarzenegger just walking around a police station, just mowing cops down. Yeah. And it is the famous I'll be back. It's I'll be back line, I mean, which apparently was not written. I'll be back. It was I'll come back. I'll come back. I'll is the back. how the line is written. That's funny. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, that's that sequence. I, I feel like this episode is not that interesting because I'm just like, and then this is cool. And then, <laughs> and then, and then this, this is, is badass. Really cool. And then look, there's this bitchin' part. Um, But I love when Arnold goes into no eyebrow mode. Oh, yeah. In the movie. You know it's serious <laughs> then. Um, oh, they even say, sorry, returning, I, I know I'm all over the place, mm-hmm. returning to the part about how some people think this is pro-life, They the words retroactive abortion are oh, used yeah. by the, like, is it the psychologist? It's a psychologist. So they're, yeah. they're in the police station and they're talking to Kyle Reese. Who they are obviously like, well, this guy is. Yeah. Who's very stupidly trying to like convince convince them. them. Yeah, exactly. And it's just very like, no, just. Yeah, they're not going to believe you, man. Just get out of there. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And yeah, they like use that term in a very like jokey, like making fun of him way. Like, okay, sure, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love the like future sequences. Yeah, I do too. The models of the planes and the robots and all that, you know, yeah. all that stuff is really bleak. <laughs> yeah. I will say, I think, and I think, again, we're jumping back to what we were talking about before, but I think one of the things about, like, 80s movies and the feel that I'm talking about is that there's something about the dialogue that feels weirdly, like, um, uh, like, like Uncanny Valley. Yeah. Like, not like people don't talk like this, but, like... This is not, and that's just, that's just a product of like time and how language evolves and whatever. But it's, there are times when I'm watching 80s movies and I'm just like, people don't talk like that. Right. And, um, and I don't feel that way about 90s movies yet. Like I watch 90s movies and it's like, well, they're dumb and the dialogue's dumb, but people still talk like that. Even, even when they're using like very 90s slang, it doesn't feel like wrong. No, I know what you mean. Like you watch a movie from the 50s and people are like, "Hey, she." Uh, and yeah. like <laughs> and you're like, "Well, obviously they don't talk like that. That's right. absurd." Right. But then you watch from the 80s and it's like, "Well, it's, it's almost, almost there. there." And yeah, this but... feels like a like you were saying like a slasher movie, like Friday the 13th, which, yeah. or not Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, which we yeah, talked yeah, yeah. about where people are like, "Okay, Brad." <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And you're like, "All right, all right." Yeah. Um yeah, there's a lot of you know, there's a lot of that kind of stuff going on too. Linda yeah. Hamilton. Yeah, well, and specifically sure. the scene that it really like stood out to me is the part where Reese is explaining stuff to her about like what, like I think she says like talk talk to me about where you come from. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like explaining what, like what's going on, yeah. and it's just like. <sighs> he's great, Michael he's, Bean. Oh my god, he's so good. He's so good. Yeah. And he's in Aliens, and those are like the only two things I know him he from. He was. Oh wait, shoot. He, the, the trivia I read about him that I didn't write down when he got cast in the Terminator, he was doing, I want to say cat on a hot tin roof. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. And so he auditioned with a Southern accent. Oh, that's funny. And then the casting people were like, well, I don't know, like, like talking to his agent, like, well, I don't know, like, 
uh, you know, I, the the accent might be a problem. And his agent was like, what accent yeah, are you what talking, are you talking about? about? And he and, th- <laughs> and then they were like, oh, that's not a thing. Like, yeah. it, like he almost didn't get it because he auditioned with a southern accent. That's very funny. Um, I love the special effects in this. Mm-hmm. They feel very, it's it's that thing, especially in the end when the machine is chasing. Yeah. They, you know, there's a part where they burn the skin off the Terminator. Yeah. And so it's just the exoskeleton coming after, yeah. or endoskeleton or whatever it is, coming after her. Mm-hmm. And um, it feels like, you know, that the thing that 80s movies uh, had to do, which is there's 17 different methods of visual effects happening at the same time. Yeah. You know what I mean? In this shot, it's stop motion. And in this shot, it's a practical arm. And yeah. in this shot, it's this. And you yeah. know what I mean? It's like a optical thing or whatever. And I love that. I love yeah. the, like, puzzle of that. And yeah. Then, and, um, but there is the part where he's operating on himself. Oh, yeah. And, you know, he operates on his own, the Terminator, by the way. He operates <laughs> on his own arm. Yeah. And then there's the part there, this is like a thing where he's operating on his eyeball. Yeah. And it sucks, by the way. It's gross. Because I hate eye You hate stuff. eye stuff. But then also you were saying, you were like, oh, I hate this. I hate when, this. Because it's a full fake face it's a for puppet. some of it. Yeah, it's a puppet. Exactly. It's a puppet. It looks like the Dark Crystal. Yeah. For some of it. Yeah. And then when he puts his sunglasses on, we're back to Arnold Schwarzenegger because they did the puppet so that you know, he could operate on his fucking eyeball. Right. But also there are shots later then in the movie where you see his face with the like mechanical eyeball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, did we only have that on rental for a day? Like right, what exactly, is going yeah. on? Why yeah, wouldn't yeah. you just do that? Yeah. <laughs> Cause then there are shots where he's like, he's done the operation, but he's looking at something like he's, I think he's yeah. trying to, he's like looking through her phone book or something to try and find her. Yeah. And, we're back to the puppet. And I'm like, why are we back here? Stop. Why are we back to the puppet? <laughs> um, I love it. I, I, I re- this is my favorite Terminator for sure. Yeah. Like I, I'm probably going to rewatch T2 now. Yeah. I, I, I would be interested to see T2 because I don't remember it. Right. It was definitely like a sleepover watch, you know? Yeah. But it's different. It's, this with all the money in the world. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, it's like, that's not as good to me. No. And then like T3 is dumb and is probably the Jurassic Park 3 of Terminator <laughs> movies. And then you've got these uh, like three other movies where they're trying to like restart the franchise and all of them are kind of failures, I think. I haven't I seen any know. of them. Yeah. Um. So I might... Reboot the franchise. I might do a full... Terminator watch at this point. I love which, that. Like, I don't know. I love that. That's what this podcast is about, really. You know what I mean? What, me watching all the bad Terminator movies? Yeah. Just helping helping you to realize that you need to do a full Terminator rewatch, you know? God, or watch for the... Hey, for the first time. <laughs> um, Amazing. Do you anything need more else? Notes? No. I think I'm... It, it's good. I like it. Casio uh, beep boop. Loved seeing Bill Paxton in the... Opening, he was one of the punks. He was the punk with the blue hair. What? <laughs> you kept like looking I'm sorry. at your phone and stuff, and I was what? Like, I was like, do you are you registering the Bill Paxton of this right now? I am not registering the Bill Paxton of this. <laughs> He's like, yo, man, what are you doing, bro? Like, shit. Well, love, now I have to go back and watch it again. Yeah, love seeing Bill Paxton, and <laughs> yeah, um, that's all I got. Awesome. Is it available? 
You can watch it right now on Prime if you Prime. have Prime. Great. Yeah. Well, here we are. We've come to the point. I mean, I don't know. I lo- I love both these movies. I probably like Terminator more. Yeah, it's like I my gut says Terminator. We keep Terminator. Yeah, I- but I'd also be fine for keeping Jurassic Park three. You know what I mean? Like I like. I love Jurassic Park three. I'm, but it is one of those movies that I really love in theory. Right. Watching it, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No. Totally. So I'm okay getting rid of Jurassic Park three. All right. Well, Jurassic Park three. Don't don't think this means we don't love you because we do. We Terminator do. though. We got to keep because I might have a sleepover with all my friends again. Yeah, uh, it's the Terminator. <laughs> I really like. Yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> Amazing. Well, shall we pick this next matchup? Let's do it. Hey Siri. Uh huh. Pick a number between one and one thousand three hundred twenty-one. A random number between one and one thousand three hundred twenty-one is three hundred seven. Three hundred seven. Is oh he's from excited. 2006. Uh-huh. Dave Chappelle's Block Party. Hey! hey, this was spoiler alert. This was like one of our favorite movie theater going experiences. I'm sure we've talked about it before. Yeah. Um, obviously, obviously Dave Chappelle. Right, fucking we'll talk sucks. about it. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We'll <laughs> but talk about I it. am kind of excited to watch it again. Yeah, me too. I love that. All right, let's see what's going up against it. Hey, Siri. Uh-huh. Pick a number between 1 and 1,321. A random number between 1 and 1,321 is 206. 206 is from 1961, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Okay. You know, is that yours? No. Well, so... I've never seen it. I've no, also never seen it. But it seems like the kind of thing that I would just buy because I was like... In college? Yeah, <laughs> literally. Uh, yeah, Isn't okay. Isn't like real racist? There's like a real racist There's thing. a racist part, yeah. yeah, for sure. All right, but it's a classic. I Sure. Sure, I've <laughs> never seen it. Yeah, I've never seen it. Well, All right, that'll be problematic. Problematic as hell. Movies, great. Um, yeah, that'll be interesting. That'll be interesting. That'll be interesting. I love that Dave Chappelle movie. I know, and, and neither one of us have seen Breakfast at Tiffany's, so that'll right. be fun. Great. You, you hear us trying to convince ourselves that <laughs> yeah, our podcast will be okay next right, week. Exactly. <laughs> have we convinced you? Gosh, I hope so. Hey. Listen, thank you guys so much for listening, especially if you got this far. We're DVD Deathmatch in all of the places. We got the Insta, we got the Twitter, we got the Gmail, we got the World Wide Web, and I hope that you believe in bodily autonomy. Um, Yes. (laughs) Great. Uh, Come back next week. Hopefully, maybe, possibly, and see who survives. (laughs) DVD DVD Deathmatch. My level's okay? Your levels are beautiful, I'd say. To me, your levels Ooh, are beautiful. Me. Great. Let me know when you're ready. Great. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do this, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>